Jay, welcome Hello, to what's up? Welcome to our show. Thanks Hi. for taking some time. Thank you for having me. Great to talk to you. Yeah, ex- very excellent uh, to talk to you, Jay. Uh, Jay Weinberg, drummer for Slipknot. The Knotfest Roadshow hits Milwaukee on Wednesday. Uh, September 29th, and uh, Jay, I just want to start with, and I'm sure it's probably the same for you guys, From like, been fortunate enough to see a number of bands uh, as, you know, concerts have gotten back going, and it seems like, man, I, I think of Dave Grohl and Foo Fighters when we saw him, Mandy, like, a couple months ago, was just yeah. ready, the band was just ready and just poured everything into it, and every band I've seen has, has been the same. I would guess uh, with you guys in Slipknot, it was just a much, like, adrenaline release to get back on stage and, and go back on tour, Jay. Uh, Jay. Absolutely, yeah, 100%. I mean, um, we've played two shows now, coming back into things, and it's felt, both have felt amazing. And, um, yeah, you know, it's been it's been a long time coming, but I think just like everybody, just like the fans, um, you know, we've been wanting this really badly, too. So uh, to finally get on stage after upwards of, like, easily over 500 days of not playing a show... Yeah. Because everything was interrupted so abruptly, you know, for everybody. And we were in the middle of um, a lot, a lot of touring that we were doing. And uh, so to finally get back to it has been incredible, for sure. Uh, what you do as a drummer, Jay? Because, I mean, any band that goes on tour, it's, I mean, that, that, it, it's tough, right? You need to have a level of endurance and whatnot. Was it tough to get back into playing shape, or did you just kind of stay in shape the whole time? You mentioned 500 days of not playing. Uh, shows. That's I mean. That's a that's a long time. So, what'd you do in the in the meantime? Well, I think the the key for me um, is just to always stay on top of you know, be ready for anything at any time. If there's one thing I've learned in Slipknot, it's to be ready for anything at any time. Um, so it was kind of as far as that's concerned, that was kind of business as usual because you gotta always just kind of stay on your toes. Um, and uh, and yeah, but like you know, getting there's there's really nothing that I know will prepare me specifically for a Slipknot show like a Slipknot show. So it's always kind of a, a unique thing just getting right back into it. Um, you know, while we were making our last record, We Are Not Your Kind, um, we had a period of three years without playing a show. Um, so this was kind of like returning a little bit to that mindset and um, and just doing what I can on my own and you know as a drummer you just kind of keep up your chops and and do what you got to do to kind of just stay creatively plugged in and um, and ready to go uh, so that when we do return and we do all get back together in a practice room and, and start going at it um, you don't feel like you've you've lost anything you don't feel like you've missed any steps so um, so luckily you know the the great thing about what we do is that it just is completely full bore a hundred percent all the time um, that when we return to it, there almost like isn't a choice <laughs> to, to not have prepared. You won't survive it, <laughs> you know. So, right. um, uh, so yeah, it, it felt really great. Honestly, you know, it wasn't for um, you know a year and a half of just kind of lying in wait or whatever. We we've all stayed busy. Um, we've all stayed creative in our own ways, and I think that helps us when we when we finally come back to the table uh, to do what we do. And I think um, the last two shows definitely prove that to, you know that we need we need this band, we need you know this music uh, as much as uh, the audience is coming to see it. You know, so um, so yeah, I don't, I don't really feel like we ever miss any steps. We miss being on stage, uh, but I think we when we come when we came back. Um, we haven't missed anything. If anything, it felt even more hungry than before. 
Now, Jay, I, oh, please don't judge me when I say this, okay? I have yet to see Slipknot. I am going to make that right on September 29th. Um, right. And I hear that your show is like a live horror movie but with music. <laughs> That's what people are telling me to expect. <laughs> I love Halloween. I love horror. And it's just been by happenstance that I haven't had a chance to see you. It's not like I had a chance and I was like, I'm not going. Um, so mm -hmm. tell me what a live show is. Tell me what I need to be prepared for. Well, uh, nothing is going to prepare you for it. So All right. The first thing you get to say is that you're just going to have, you just have to, you just have to experience it to really understand um, you know, I, I first started coming to see the band as a fan when I was a really young child, when I was like 10 years old. And, um, and I didn't know anything about this kind of music or a band like this. So, uh, it was, it was told to me by, uh, by one of the band members, you know, how you, you listen to the music and sometimes people just have a reaction of like, I do not understand what this music is about. <laughs> and then you see a picture of the band and it's like, okay, now I really have no idea what this is all about. <laughs> but then they come to the show and that's where all the puzzle pieces really get put together. And I find that true. Um, you know, so much of, of what Slipknot is lives on that stage. And, um, and so I think you get uh, definite strong hints at what Slipknot is by listening to the albums and, uh, and checking everything out that we, we do creatively put out there. But the real experience is on stage. So, um, so yeah, I think you're going you know, to find nine guys going at it as hard as they possibly can with every ounce of uh, love and pain that's, that's, you know, that it takes to uh, create this music. And it's the, it's the lifeblood of of what we do is um, is getting up on that stage and completely releasing that. So um, you know all that all that energy that's coming at you. Um, you know it comes from a place of uh, of passion and and it's uh, it's a wild thing to um, to encounter. You know I, I know from the perspective of being a fan and and as a as a person that's on the stage with the band. You know, I know there's nothing on earth like a Slipknot show. So that's really the best way I can prepare you for it because there's really nothing that's going to prepare you for it. You just got to experience it. I'm, uh, I'm pumped. Now, I mean, I was pumped before, Jay, but I'm really pumped hearing you describe it. Full disclosure, <laughs> confession to make, too. I have yet to see a Slipknot show, but you guys have been at the top of my band bucket list for a number of years, and I will rectify that on September 29th here in Milwaukee at the American Family right. Insurance Amphitheater. So I can't, I can't wait. You. Can't wait. All right, Jay, I'm going to ask you yet another question. I'm sure you're going to roll your eyes at, and this is something that I know you've been asked before, but I am genuinely interested in it, and that's the making of these masks. Do you like put your face in a mold? Do you get to pick out what you're looking for? Do the rest of the guys have an input so it's kind of like one cohesive look? <laughs> like when you got your mask, how did that come to be? It's interesting. Um, it's definitely kind of like a mix of all approaches. Um, you know, when I first joined the band um, and we made point five the gray chapter, uh, I, I was biting off so much, just, you know, just to, just to keep pace with, you know, with jumping on a moving freight train. So I was so focused on the music, but the mask, you know, something that I had never experienced before playing on stage, these crazy songs wearing masks. I'd never had any experience with that. So the guys absolutely helped with kind of creating, um, you know, you create a little bit of a, a different persona than you carry with you, you know, in your regular life when you're not, you know, um, 
uh, in, inside the Slipknot machine, you know. So, uh, so it definitely took wearing that on stage for a number of years to really understand um, what element that truly brings to to what we do. Uh, so, you know, after playing. 200 shows with a mask. I only had the one original mask that I that I had. It's only been one, and it just completely fell apart and just got disgusting to wear. And you know all the all the yeah. things that you can imagine happens to a mask wearing it for 200 plus shows. Yeah. That's what happens. Um, so uh, so taking all that knowledge that I had gained, um, and then we were making We Are Not Your Kind, and I'm like, all right, I have a feeling, I have a grasp of what this mask is and what it means to me and how I want it to evolve and grow as, um, you know, as we grow and as we make a new record and, and that just kind of seems like the logical next step for it. So, so yeah, you know, I think it's, it's really, I've, I've always really loved how each guy in the band has evolved uh, with the aesthetic of their mask, and it seems like the you know the growth of a of a person, you know, and changing as a person, and, and you kind of you kind of tailor that to your own dynamics as a person. So um, so yeah, it's, it's a very part to the art of obviously, um, and we take it very seriously. And each guy, I think, I, I can't speak for anybody else but myself, but I think every guy kind of goes into a little uh, world and, and wormhole of kind of figuring out where that growth will take place and where that change will take place, um, some more drastic than others. Uh, but I think it's all reflective of our mood, you know, as individuals. Um, and out of that mood that, that the individual kind of creates, then the cohesive unified band uh you know everybody together with their own individual parts that's where it comes together and becomes a real unit and i think that's amazing and it's not necessarily something that's like spoken between us it's just what naturally kind of happens there's so much that that's going on that we can't necessarily cover like oh what you know are you using zippers for your mouth or staples for your mouth on this mask. It's not necessarily any conversation that that happens explicitly like that, but I think, you know, at a certain point and after a certain amount of time, you know, you just kind of trust that everybody's going to be on the same page and we're all going to create a unified vision based on what we're creating. Are you a zipper or staples mask guy in the band, Jay? I'm a staples. I, I was a zipper mouth guy. Now I'm a staples mouth guy. Okay. <laughs> Zipper wasn't working yeah. out. Staples, staples well, more it secure. Rusted, it rusted shut. It, it just rusted shut. Oh and, yeah. uh, that's and so crazy. Completely sealed. So I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna just get rid of this thing entirely. I'll just go staples now. So much mask maintenance and Slipknot, but yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. You don't really think about that. We're speaking with Jay Weinberg, drummer of uh, Slipknot. Uh, and Jay, I, you know, you referenced earlier seeing the band Slipknot as as a kid, as a ten year old kid. Did I read it right that your your father, pretty famous drummer in his own right, Max Weinberg, uh, took you to an Ozfest show and was that your first exposure to Slipknot? That is correct. Yeah, Ozfest 2001. Uh, I was about to turn eleven. Wow. I believe, and uh, it was right before Slipknot's second album, Iowa, uh, came out, and that was my first exposure to the band. Man, that, that's got I mean, it's a it's a rare story of of somebody you're growing yeah. up with a band, and then one day you you get to audition to be the drummer, and you, you get a gig, right? I mean, that's got to be that's got to be crazy. Just, I mean, what a story. 
it was a crazy experience for sure. Um, you know, but but also just as crazy as it has been and, and was certainly at the time when, you know, my favorite band asked me to, to jam with them. Just one day. Honestly, it just started out as like let's just jam for for one day. You know, and that's that's not I didn't look any further beyond that. Um and the the opportunity was to just enjoy that playing songs with this band that I love so much. Um so as crazy as it all was, it also felt very natural because, you know, we've had a friendship since I was really, really young, and those guys quite literally watched me grow up, you know, into an adolescent, teenager, and, and stuff, and, and do things on my own, and then when it when the time came that um, they wanted to, to see if I wanted to play with them, it kind of all fell into place, and I and we played something like twenty something songs the first day that we we met because I was I was going based on my muscle memory teaching myself how to play along to their records, <laughs> you know, from like ten years before that. Um, so as crazy as it was, it honestly kind of felt natural, and a lot of Slipknot kind of is that way. Yeah. Um, things do often feel completely chaotic and, and insane, but also totally natural and totally instinctive. Um, I think that's, a, that's a, a hallmark of the band is, um, is dedication to, uh, to instinct, you know, and this instinctively felt good, so we just kind of went for it. Uh, but absolutely, it is, a, it is a, a crazy circumstance that, you know, I never thought when I was 10 years old watching this band for the first time that I would ever play with them um so uh so yeah it's quite uh quite a blessing for sure clearly they like you and uh it's worked out so far so i would say so nice nice work <laughs> yeah, keep like it up show. keep it up jay did uh cory taylor <laughs> ever tell you about the time that he worked in an adult shop i think it was in california we've never uh well, cory and i have never spoken about that but i do know that he used to work at an adult shop i think it was in his I book in california one of his books okay too, yeah. so Ask him to tell you about the time where he found a dead man in one of the booths. Oh, my God. It's a fun story. Like, the very first time I ever talked to Corey Taylor, (laughs) I always ask about a fun fact, and that was the fun fact. And then at the end of it, he was like, I can't believe I even... I even just said that. <laughs> wow, I didn't, I didn't know that either. That's that's crazy. That's some crazy stuff. So, uh, Jay, give I us will, a fun give us a fun, fun fact about you or Slipknot. You know, that's not on Google. Oh man, a fun fact about myself and Slipknot. Yeah, you don't need to like um, top Corey's. You just like just <laughs> to you, you know. <laughs> oh man. Um, well, let's see. Uh, I, I, this, is a, this is a story that. Uh, uh, between myself and some band members, there was a conversation about um, going to Mars. Uh, as, I mean, as we're seeing in real time, people are actually exploring thing, yeah. going to Mars. Yeah, right. um, but so this is this is a number of years ago where it was kind of still just like everybody talking about it at the pipe dream, and uh, and so we're going on and on, and these guys, you know, who have been in the band for maybe a year this is like my first tour with the band still absolutely feeling it out and everything and I'm on a bus with these guys as they're talking for literally hours about space travel going to Mars what they're going to take it's going to take however many months put in a cryo sleep and what if the cryo sleep doesn't work and we're going to drive each other insane like how much food are we going to ration blah 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 and I'm just kind of sitting I'm just kind of sitting there looking at these guys like what did I get myself into this these guys are talking about like we're you know 
we're playing in Baltimore, but these guys are talking about going to Mars and spending months in a little tube with these dudes. And then one of them turns to me and he goes, uh, so what do you think? You, uh, you coming to Mars? <laughs> you coming to Mars with us? So I was like, not with you two. Um, and uh, it, was, it was an amazing, I kind of one of those things that you just had to be there. But, uh, but absolutely a lesson in the, the insanity that you wouldn't even put together listening to a record or coming to see a show. Really getting the inner workings of, you know, my brothers in this band. Um, it was a wild moment, truly understanding, like, wow, okay, these guys are really all about it. I guess we're going to Mars. So <laughs> how much food was decided that you needed to ration? Just in case I want to go to Mars, what, what was the consensus? I think it's like, what, it's like three months there and three months back or something like that? Like, oh, wow. quite a lot of so freeze-dried ice cream <laughs> yeah, you're talking you're about, a lot. you know? I had no idea it was that uh, yeah. three months there and three months back. That seems... I think that's what we were talking about. I don't know. Are you guys driving? Or? <laughs> we might not. That might be the safe. That might be the, the most efficient way to get there. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, it, it's quite it's quite like being stuck together in a, you know in a little metal tube. For months on end, being on tour, at least that's right. a good preparation for it. I mean, if anyone could do it, it could be band guys, especially you guys, with yeah. with having a lot of guys and, and, and touring and whatnot. So. I think so. I think so. A lot of challenges uh, around the world could be could be solved by musicians and uh, and touring people. <laughs> uh, Jay, it's been such a pleasure talking to you. Thanks so much for the time. Really fun conversation, and uh, can't wait. Mandy and I will be Slipknot Virgins Likewise. no more mm-hmm. uh, on Wednesday, the twenty yeah. of September, uh, right. at the American Family Insurance Amphitheater. So, uh, man, can't wait for the show. Thanks again so much for the time, Jay, and uh, we'll see you. We'll see you in a couple of Wednesdays here. Pleasure. See you guys there. Okay.